1: Welcome to the Dark the Light Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody is doing well out there. And uh, yeah, you know, Bob was just saying that it's uh, its like an episode of Wag the Dog. And I, I agree. You know, it, it, it's not only that; is that pandemics are a racket. Think about this. I, I, I want everybody to go back and just start remembering all these uh, politicians, that have gotten COVID in the last few months, from Joe Biden, now we have Jill Biden, as well as we have the CEO of Pfizer that just got COVID. Now, you know what the interesting thing is that I noticed? So think about this for a second. Pfizer da- donated over $256,000 to Joe Biden's presidential campaign. Um, they donated multiple hundreds of thousands to uh, Democrat the Democrat Party. All right? And I want to see if you see a trend here. Because people believe these guys are really getting COVID. But you and I know they aren't. But, but listen to this, and, and I'm going to read two headlines for you. Top executive at Pfizer, a leading producer of COVID-19 vaccines, has tested positive for the virus and says he is experiencing very mild symptoms. He's quadruple vaxxed. Chairman and CEO Albert Burrula said Monday that he is starting to take Pfizer's Paxlovid pill treatment. Oh, okay. How about this? Jill Biden tests positive for COVID-19 and has mild symptoms. Wow, you know, two elderly people, Joe and Jill Biden, both get COVID and have just mild symptoms. Where, you know, obviously everybody else in the world is dying. Um, But let's go in here. The Bidens have been in vacation in South Carolina since August 10th, and the 71-year-old First Lady began experiencing symptoms on Monday. Jill Biden, like her husband, has been twice vaccinated and twice boosted. Here we go again with Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccines. She has just been prescribed the antiviral drug Paxlovid. Wait, so Joe Biden, Paxlovid. Albert Burula, Paxlovid. Joe Biden. Paxlovid. Does anybody see how COVID's a racket? COVID is a racket. These people are not getting COVID. They are nothing more than marketing platforms to sell a pill. That's the real truth here. Watch how many other politicians keep on getting COVID every week and get prescribed Paxlovid. It's just unbelievable. You know, pharmaceutical companies are the evil scum in this world and just need to be eradicated from the face of the earth. The first thing they need to do is they need to step in and just make them non-profits. That's it. Cap all their salaries at like $50,000 a year at just above minimum wage, right? (laughs) Oh, speaking of money. Ah, Speaking of money, yeah. The, the housing starts to crater in July as bottom falls out of the market amid struggling, surging layoffs in the real estate market, a collapse in home builder sentiment, soaring mortgage rates, and plunging mortgage applications. It is hardly a surprise that analysis expected the drop in housing starts and permits. In May, negative 2.1%, the negative 1.3%, respectively. By those numbers, were again destroyed as housing starts crashed. 9.6% month after month, and permits plunged 3.3%. Oh, my goodness. And so we're starting to see the decline within the housing, which is one of the first indications that we're moving into a recession. But is it really a recession, or is it something worse? But we'll have Dr. Kirk Elliott on with us tomorrow. We're going to talk about that dual PhD economist. We're going to be talking about what is really happening in the financial world. And uh, if we can look around to maybe what financial institutions, hedge funds, uh, people who have called past crashes are, are saying, maybe we can get an indication of what we should do with our money. Now, I don't know about you, but if you have a non-managed 401k, if you have a 401k, if you have an IRA, or if you have cash laying around, this is my suggestion, not recommendation, I can't give recommendations, I'm not a financial advisor, but this is my suggestion of what I'm doing with my money. Um, if I had a 401k that was being managed by my employer, um, I would uh, probably pull out a loan from it. Because that loan, you pay back to yourself. And the interest you pay in that loan, you pay back to yourself. And so if the market is potentially going to crash, well, you, you can go to cash on that 401k without really going to cash on that 401k and without taking a distribution. And if you pay it back over the next, what, 20-year period or a 10-year period or 8-year period, whatever they give you on that term then you really won't have to worry too much about it. And if everything crashes and it closes out, well, then you uh, you just take the distribution and you have to pay the 10% of the tax. Not that bad of a deal, especially if you invest correctly with that money and you gain way more than 10%. If you have a non-managed 401k, you're gonna wanna roll that over into something that is going to be beneficial to yourself. Same thing with an IRA. If you're sitting in an IRA and you're in like Google and Apple and Microsoft and Tesla and Amazon and and Pfizer and all these things, you might want to take a good hard look at your portfolio. You might want to take a good hard look at your IRA and and your your non-managed 401k. Wall Street Bank issues dire warning for the U.S. economy. Something worse than a recession is coming. Now, who said that? That, that had to be like, you know, some right-wing nut job, right? Nope. The boss, the boss of Wall Street banking giant J.P. Morgan Chase, Jamie Dimon, has warned investors of the likelihood of a downturn in the U.S. economy, saying that something worse than a hard recession could be on the horizon. According to the Yahoo Finance report on Saturday, Diamond noted that the economy is strong while businesses and consumer balance sheets are in good shape. The banker, however, pointed out that there are storm clouds on the horizon, including rising oil prices and higher interest rates. When you forecast, you have to think differently. What is out there? There are storm clouds. Rates, quantitative tightening, oil, Ukraine, war, China, Diamond said. If I had to put odds, soft landing, 10%, hard landing, mild recession, 20 to 30%, hard recession, 20 to 30%, and maybe something worse at 20 and 30%. It is a bad mistake to say, here's my single point forecast. And so he gives a 10% odds of a soft landing. He gives a 20 to 30% chance of a hard landing, the mild recession. Then he gives a 30% chance of an incredibly hard recession, which we can just call a Great Depression. And if a Great Depression's coming, well, what kind of what, what kind of stocks do you want to get out of? Well, if you've ever seen the movie The Big Short, this is about Michael Burry. Um, uh, who, who's in it? Uh, Steve is in the movie. Uh, it's a really good movie about what happened during the 2008 stock market crash. Now we remember that this happened because of the housing bubble bursting, because of all the subprime mortgage subprime mortgages that defaulted that were being traded on the derivatives market um, and rated as triple A when they were really, really lower class. Now, now Michael Burry of Scion Capital Management. In 2007, he's the one that raised the red flags immediately on this. And if you have not seen the movie The Big Short, I highly recommend you go watch it because it's going to legitimize everything I'm about to tell you what Michael Burry is doing and Michael Burry has been saying. Now, Michael Burry came out 2006, 2007 and said, Hey, look this isn't good. Some, this is going to crash. This isn't sustainable. And he's looking at all the defaults that are occurring within the subprime mortgages. And then he's taking those mortgages and he's looking them up on the bond market and finding out that these subprime mortgages, which are being given the very, very high risk people who are high risk at default, are being rated as AAA, which is like the highest level bond, which means that they're never going to crash and he starts seeing a problem with this especially as the housing market bubble begins to burst so what he does is he goes to all the financial institutions and he takes out options against all those bonds by directly negotiating them with the bankers and they gleefully give it to them much of his investors left his company and pulled their money out because of his hundred million dollar a month a month principal payment that he had to pay on those option payments But he got the last laugh because at the end of the day, the housing market crashed, all those subprime mortgage bombs went to zero, and he made billions upon billions of dollars for himself and his investors. This guy has not been wrong in 20 years. Michael Burry of Scion Capital Management dumped, 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 got rid of, deleted. His entire stock portfolio. At the end of last quarter, Scion sold off its eleven positions and uh, its positions on eleven companies during the second quarter, including bullish bets on Google Alphabet, Facebook Meta, Bristol Myers Squibb, NextStar Media Group, Amazon, Tesla. Burry's firm ended the second quarter with just one stock. Holding, Scion Capital Management added five hundred and one, three hundred and sixty thousand shares of GEO Group, a Florida-based company that invests and operates in private prisons. When does prison populations increase? Typically, when you have a poor country and in the heat of a depression. Michael Burry for the last year has been saying that we are going to skip right over a recession and go right into a Great Depression. A global financial collapse of epic proportions is about to hit. And this guy just sold off all of his investments at the end of last quarter. So, I say to you, getgoldtoday.com. That's all. That's the web address. Getgoldtoday.com. Type that in your own. Getgoldtoday.com. We'll be right back with more Dark Light Show right after this. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot, supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in
0: the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com
1: The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D P-I-L-L-S Dot TV slash Patriot and secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to twenty-five years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over two thousand calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over ninety-nine dollars. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now, That is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you.
0: Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations.
1: All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show. And, uh, yeah, we were talking about the global financial collapse that's just going to come. Yeah, you know what? It's going to happen. It's, it's, it's inevitable. With the way that they've treated the economy, with the way they have radicalized spending, the hyperinflation that is occurring that cannot be stopped and curved, even with interest rate hikes, uh, with the manipulation of the markets, it's inevitable. So we'll be talking about a lot with that with Dr. Kirk Elliott tomorrow. But I just wanted to put it out there: is if you're if you're on the uh, if you're on the edge of what to do. Just getgoldtoday.com, go there, the number is 720-605-3900, 720, is it 720? I'm pretty sure it's 720. Hold on, I might uh, might have been wrong on that. We have two area codes that are predominant here in Colorado. Oh, 720-605-3900. And you can actually talk to one of their financial advisors, they're not pushy, they're not going to try to get you to do anything, but... They, they can even help you kind of get where you need to go. What else do we have going on here? Well, we have California proposed vaccine laws that are looking to circumvent parental rights. That's right. California wants to implement laws to where your 15-year-old child can make the decision whether they want to get vaccinated or not. You know, this is the same child that isn't old enough to drive, isn't old enough to vote, isn't old enough to own a firearm, isn't old enough to drink alcohol or smoke cigarettes, but yet, you know, we want them to have complete liberty over their medical freedom. You know, it goes back to this aspect that things aren't what they seem. And truly, things are not what they seem. The FDA has expanded its monkeypox vaccine eligibility to include high-risk children. That's right. Under the emergency use authorization for the monkeypox vaccine, it is now being allowed for children under the age of 18 at high risk. Numerous children have been given the vaccine via special permission process despite not being authorized or approved for children the fda confirmed the median age of people being infected with the virus is 35 very few cases involving children have been reported in the u.s so far it's like this uh, article that we talked about yesterday a gay couple in france um both got monkey pox as well as their dog and they're saying that the dog got it from the sheets <laughs> I'm, I'm taking another guess on that one because uh, there's only a few ways that monkeypox can transfer to uh, another human being or another animal if you know what I mean um, which is sick and disgusting in a lot of different senses but this now they're saying is that they're going to authorize it for high risk children That's, I, I, I got problems with that I think everybody should have problems with that, uh, especially if they're going to take uh, that that number and bring it down under the age of like 13. I'm going to have some big problems with that. The US, da- U.S. government data has confirmed a percentage increase in cancer cases due to the COVID-19 vaccination. Now, how much of a percentage? Let's find out. Let, let Let's listen to what they have to say here. I want you on the edge of your seat to find out what the percentage is in the increases of cancer due to the COVID-19 vaccine. Cancer begins when genetic changes interfere with the normal replication and replacement of cells of the body. Cells start to grow uncontrollably and may form a tumor. It is the number two leading cause of death in the United States. Unfortunately, it appears that the disease may be on the rise thanks to the experimental COVID-19 injections. Because official U.S. government data confirms the risk of developing cancer following COVID-19 vaccine vaccine increases by a shocking, drumroll, 143,233%. That's right, 143,000% increase in cancers. This is coming from the Center for Diseases Control's VAERS database, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, which contains historical data on adverse reactions reported against every vaccine that has been administered in the United States of America. The quick search on the CDC VAERS database on the number of cancer cases reported as adverse reactions to the COVID-19 injections since they were first rolled out in the United States reveals that from December 2020 up to August 5th, 2022, a total of 2,579 adverse events related to cancer were made in just one year and eight months. But performing a similar search in the VAERS database on number of cancer cases reported as adverse events to all other available vaccines between 2008 and 2028, 13-year period, reveals that there were just 791 adverse events related to cancer. Many would uh, simply argue, without backing their claim up with any evidence, this is just because of the volume of COVID nineteen injections administered compared to all of the vaccines, but unfortunately, anyone who argues this is wrong. We can see this by looking at the numbers of doses administered. The following chart, and I can see this visually, shows the total number of flu vaccine doses administered in thirteen flu seasons, all the way from two thousand eight to two thousand twenty. The data is extracted in the CDC is being found in this article that I'm reading right now from Expose Aid News. And basically what we're seeing here is there's almost a 40 times increase in the amount of cancer cases. This is just, this is ridiculous. Number of adverse events related to cancer reported to CDC against flu vaccines, 2008 to 2020, the COVID-19 vaccines. And so there's 2,579 to 64. That that That's the number. That's a hundred and... increase. If you match that with something known as Project Salus, Project Salus is the, uh, the DOD medical health survey that was being done over a five year period from 2018. And what happened is, is that in 2021, the data started coming in and started showing massive increases in certain health issues and uh, people like Lee Dundas, Attorney Lee Dundas, Attorney Thomas Randst, Attorney Todd Callender, uh, Robert, uh, Robert Malone, Dr. Robert Malone, Peter McCullough, all went and testified in front of the Senate, in front of Ron Johnson, and showed him this DOD whistleblower information called Project Salus, which showed a 2,573% increase in the amount of cancers. There was a 1,579% increase in deaths from the vaccine. Yeah. This is no joke here, guys. The real deal. If you're single, stay single. Don't get any more. Don't get any more. We're finding that magic number is like three or four. So don't get any more. That's, That's what I'm saying. Eric Trump says uh, the Trumps will share surveillance tapes of the Mar-a-Lago raid at the right time. <laughs> this is uh, fitting into what we've been talking about, that uh, the, the Trumps, they, 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 they trapped them. They trapped them. They trapped the deep state. Eric Trump says his family is in possession of surveillance footage from the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago Trump told Fox News host Sean Hannity that they would release it at the right time. Trump's lawyer said last week that the Trump family watched the Mar-a-Lago raid via CCTV. Eric Trump says his family has footage of the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago and is planning to release it at the right time. Uh, will you still have uh, the surveillance tape? Is that correct? Yes, I will. And I will release it at the right time, said Eric Trump. And this is interesting because, you know, many people are believing that that Trump set up the FBI. Trump is saying they planted evidence. How much do you want to bet that Donald Trump has video evidence that exonerates himself from the claims being made right now by the FBI and that when this gets released, it's going to take down the FBI. It's going to show how corrupt and seditious they really are. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with uh, more Dark Light Show right after this. The
0: lunatic is on the grass Remembering games and daisy chains and laughs Got to keep the lunas on the path Dark to Light with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations.
1: All right, we are back with the Dark to Light show and uh, Trump again. And so what we're talking about, we were just talking about Eric Trump going to release this video surveillance video of the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, which we do believe that they did set up the FBI and uh, this will be interesting to see because, you know, there's some serious allegations coming out with the Espionage Act, Title 18 of the U.S. Code and how they are trying to take Trump down and they're going to try to formulate some type of arrest on Donald Trump. But I think once a surveillance video is released and it maybe shows that the FBI planted evidence, oh, it's going to get good. And the FBI will deny it and say that they cooked up the video, right? But Trump has warned terrible things are going to happen in the U.S. after a sneak attack, FBI raid. The country is in a very dangerous position, Trump told Fox News Digital in his first interview since the August 8th search. There is tremendous anger, like I've never seen before, over all of the scams. And this new one, Years of scams and witch hunts, and now this. If there is anything we can do to help, I and my people would certainly be willing to do that, Trump said. And he goes on to say that terrible things are going to happen in the U.S. if this is allowed to continue. And in Wyoming today, hopefully, they discontinue Liz Cheney. Cheney is facing GOP music in the upcoming Wyoming primary. She is down by double digits. Recent polls show attorney Harriet Hagman winning by double digits in the state that, by the way, awarded Trump his biggest margin victory in 2020. Uh, Cheney is not looking good. Like many candidates across this country, many opponents in Wyoming said that the 2020 election was rigged and stolen. She says... No one who understands our nation's laws. No one who, with an honest, honorable, genuine commitment to our Constitution, would say that. So she is just absolutely against the people. Now, if Liz Cheney comes out victorious in this, then you have to understand that voter fraud is incredibly real. There's no way she can win this election. So we'll see what happens. I think the results will start being reported here around 6 p.m. time frame, and we'll start to see uh, Liz Cheney. On her last few months of office. But you know that's okay. Because you know what will happen. Is Joe Biden will just nominate her to a position. Congressman has said. Tyranny. Is coming right into everyone's living room. Very very shortly. This is about intimidating anyone. Who refuses to bend the knee. To the narrative. GOP Pennsylvania representative. And good friend of Donald Trump. Scott Perry warned Sunday that everyday Americans should now plan for tyranny to enter their homes in the form of federal agents if they refuse to play nice with authorities. Perry, the House Freedom Caucus chair, revealed how the FBI recently seized his phone just hours after the feds raided President Trump's Mar-a-Lago complex. A day after the raid on the president's home, FBI agents showed up when I was traveling with my family, my wife, and our two small children, and my in-laws, extended family perry stated in the appearance on fox news he goes on to say the congressman related how the feds showed up and demanded my cell phone they said they were going to image it they were not going to search it and then they would eventually and did return it perry who sits in the house foreign affairs committee further declared have always supported law enforcement i have and we have revered the fbi but this is an abuse of power there's been no accountability perry continued explained that james comey the fbi the director of the FBI used classified information improperly to get a second special counsel. No, 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 no accountability for that. Whether it's John Eastman, whether it's Scott Perry, whether it's President Trump, with the passing of bill that will pay for the hiring of 87,000 IRS agents, tyranny is coming into the living room of every American very shortly. The 87,000 figure is disputed. The Senate last week approved nearly $80 billion in IRS funding with $45.6 billion going for enforcement. Now we had uh, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert just last month talking about the $700 million worth of ammunition that the IRS has just purchased as well. And they were doing this quarter after quarter. What are they going to use all that ammo for, right? I, I don't know. You got to you got to wonder. Oh my goodness. Hey, we need uh we need 80 billion dollars, 87,000 agents, 800 million dollars worth of ammunition. But we're only going to focus on 157 billionaires. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. That's what they want you to believe. Henry Kissinger has said the U.S. is heading aimlessly toward the brink of war against Russia and China. The the 90-something, a 99-year-old former Secretary of State and National Security Advisor, as well as one of the founding members of the Office of Strategic Services for the U.S. Army, one of the main men who in Nazi Germany after the war precluded went in and got all the people rounded up for what is known as Operation Paperclip. That was Henry Kissinger, which is quite interesting. He said that we are in the edge of war with Russia and China on issues, which we partly created without any concept of how this is going to end or what it's supposed to lead to. And he's absolutely correct on this. I I can't believe how honest Kissinger has been in in recent years and his his old age. But when he says that we created those problems, we did. And and really what he's talking about is he's talking about the globalists. He's talking about the westernized nations and that Russia and China are going against the westernized nations, against the globalists and creating their own global war. And this is ultimately going to lead to war. And so what type of war? Well, I don't know. Even a limited nuclear war would kill a third of the world's population. This is this is on Yahoo. I, like, Think about this rhetoric that is being pushed out there. You have public service announcements happening throughout the country, New York City being the most popular. Now we have the Los Angeles Times publishing even a limited nuclear war would kill a third of the world's population. Study shows... As escalating tensions among the United States, Russia, and China revive old fears of nuclear war, some researchers are warning that even a limited-scale exchange between such nations as India and Pakistan could have catastrophic consequences for the global food supplies and trigger mass death worldwide. A nuclear conflict involving less than 3% of the world's stockpiles could kill a third of the world's population within two years, according to a new international study led by scientists at Rutgers University. A large nuclear conflict between Russia and the United States could kill three-fourths of the world's population in the same time frame. It's almost like they're creating various scenarios, futuristic scenarios, of where 75% of the world's population dies. I I don't know about you, I saw the same numbers in a global warming climate change article. I saw the same numbers with this various different chemical that's in the atmosphere that produces cancer. I've seen the same numbers pertaining to, oh my God, if monkeypox goes viral, it's gonna... Right? We have this new uh, NEPA virus that is being released in China that kills, what, 30 to 70% of the people. Maybe what they're trying to do is compensate for all the potential death that can occur through the people who are multivaxed. I'm just I'm just saying. Because they don't want it to be blamed on them, of course not. World leaders, politicians, and and corporations who who forced and coerced their people into getting vaccinated. You know, no, they don't want to be blamed for it. So let's just have a nuclear exchange and then uh, as the people die off from the ambient radiological disaster that occurs after that, we can just blame it on that. And, and Bob's going to play this, but th- this is the world we live in, right? That, that, this is the world we live in. It's absolute insanity. It's chaos. Ignorance breeds chaos. Chaos. And that's what we just had. We had multiple years of ignorance from politicians, from corporations, from globalists. Very, very few probably knew the plan, but the, but the majority just remained ignorant because of money, control, authority, and power. They allowed it to happen. They allowed the coercion of people, the forceful intrusion on people's rights and properties, Go, going into people and telling them, hey you're going to lose a job that you've just been working at for 10, 15 20 years if you don't put this experimental treatment into your body that's the crazy world that we live in alright, we're going to take another quick break we'll be right back with more Dark Light Show right after this
0: awesome Dark to Light with Josh Reed on the WYSL (laughs) station. I don't mean to
1: be doom and gloom today, but sometimes it just comes out like that. I guess it's all the rain that we're having here in Colorado. It's dark skies, it's raining, it's stormy. It's stormy, that's right, it's stormy. And so this is what we're seeing. We're seeing some crazy stuff. We're going to go to the lines real quick, because uh, maybe maybe he can get me off of the uh, the talk about all the craziness. John, what's going on, man?
0: Hey, Josh. Uh, you know, I heard on WYSL this morning uh, that, and I hadn't heard this at all and didn't read anything about it in the newspapers, about a court hearing. The World Court has a uh, some type of trial going on in The Hague, which uh, is... Uh, going to prosecute a number of people, including Anthony Fauci, for crimes against humanity. Uh, they're going to show evidence of the dangers of the vaccine and you know some of the the remedies that were not used uh, during that epidemic. Uh, I I have not seen anything about it other uh, than what I heard. I heard the actual tape of the opening statement that I guess was done on August 1st. So
1: this was actually an organization created by David Robert Steele, who um, passed away of COVID, most likely murdered by the CIA. He's a former CIA operative. Um, He's created a lot of these various organizations before. And so when they say World Court and Hog. What they're really talking about is a private organization, a nonprofit organization that came together that has absolutely zero legal authority throughout the world. Okay. All right, so it, go ahead. They, they, yeah, they have zero legal authority, and what they've been doing for the last years is they've been holding, basically, they've been bringing in witnesses, people have been testifying, and they're collecting evidence on a public basis. And then what they do is they will bring up charges on these various people, Fauci or whoever it is, based on the evidence provided, and then they'll issue a verdict. But, but there's no legal recourse to this. There's no, they have no legal backing whatsoever.
0: Okay. Uh, well, thanks for that information, because I know the World Court has issued uh, uh, prosecution or uh, made guilty, as, as an example, Israel. Israel, when it defends itself against the uh, Palestinian terrorists, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the world court has spoke up against that. Is this, is this similar to that, or uh, this is something different?
1: No, no. So what we're talking about here is this is called the World Criminal Court. Okay. Which is different from the World
0: Court. Um okay.
1: All right. and, and And this is just like a nonprofit organization. They're doing their Nuremberg 2.0 trials. And uh, they're basically just holding public talks about this stuff and claiming that it has legal implications, which it absolutely does not. Which is unfortunate, because we need to have a Nuremberg 2.0. But this is what we're seeing.
0: Yeah, because I I heard that one of their experts is going to be uh, Dr. Robert Malone, among among others. I'm not sure if Peter McCullough is going to be called or not, but... Well, that clarifies it. Uh, the other uh, sort of a sidelight, you know, going back 10 or 20 years ago, I always thought that uh, uh, Glenn Beck and Michael Savage were kind of not off the rockers, but, you know, really unrealistic. But I'll tell you, everything they projected back then is coming true. Yeah. it's It's pretty it's scary, but it's happening. Right in front of our eyes. It is.
1: And it's going to get systematically worse. I mean, if you heard what I was saying about the economy, if you remember what I've said about all these things in the sense of the global firestorm event... The global firestorm event is well underway right now. We have global economic collapse. We have World War III. We have social and cultural destabilization, political destabilization. We have the attacks on infrastructure. We have the attacks on the supply chain. All of that is occurring right now and is only going to get worse. And I said before, I called it the, the teeter-totter, the totalitarianism, Right? is that we're gonna have these bounce backs in the market. And it's gonna go up just a little bit and then it's gonna slam back down. Go up a little bit, then slam back down. And you're gonna have this teeter-tarter. And that's very, very typical pre-collapse because what's happening is there's a lot of backdoor deals and there's a lot of exchanges going on in the sense of the market manipulation with a lot of these large financial institutions and hedge funds. And they're basically making these exchange deals which will show the market that is going up in a certain sense But what they're really doing is hedging their positions and they're getting out of their positions to basically – protect themselves from what's about to happen. And I think it's going to happen much, much sooner than later. Uh, 2022, I think, is when this global financial collapse is going to occur, either before the election or after the election, depending on the level of leverage that they need. If they think that the red wave is going to come and that, that there is no chance of them to cheat and win, we will see it come before, because that gives the opportunity to the Biden regime They actually go in there and declare martial law. John, thanks for the call, man. Much appreciated to you. But that gives them the ability to go out there and declare martial law prior to the election and suspend the election. See how they do that? Uh, But if they believe that they can cheat and win, if they get the motivation from the Trump indictment, right, because we know that's coming then they, they might go forth with the elections. They'll cheat, they'll steal it, and they'll come back and say, oh, it was all fair. And then when people protest and say it was stolen, that's when the global economic collapse happens because you utilize that as a hedge against public unrest. They can declare martial law and all this other stuff. So this is what we have coming. And it, it, look, I, I got this other one in front of me. Look at this one. A new study has claimed that kids are more fat and unhealthy because of global warming, not because of iPads, TVs, and cell phones. No, global warming. A new study published in the journal Temperature has claimed that there is a correlation between rising temperatures and children becoming fatter and more unhealthy. There's a correlation, really. You know, there's also a correlation between the increase in ice cream sales on the beach and the number of shark attacks. Right? there, There is, because they both happen in summertime. Um, and, yeah, global warming. So when temperatures get hotter, kids get fatter. Wow, I wonder if it has anything to do with electronics. I wonder if it has anything to do with the uh, disengagement in physical activity when they're out of school. Just unbelievable. And this is science. This is, this is, oh my God, I found this correlation between global warming and, and childhood obesity. Let's publish this paper. Oh, great paper. <laughs> that's, that's science for you, right? Minnesota. Uh, by the way, I might be moving to Minnesota. So this is a, a, a an article that kind of got me, uh, Minnesota Teachers Union contract demands white teachers be fired first. And this is just funny to envision. I guess I'm going to leave you with this one. Is envision all these white liberal teachers in the teachers union. And they're out there. They're pushing for DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. They're pushing transgenderism, LGBTQ. They're giving all these kids these freaking books on trans and all this stuff. And they're supporting their union. They're paying their dues. They're going to work every day with a big old smile on their, on their liberal faces. Then all of a sudden their, uh, their union comes out and says, Hey, fire the white teachers first. And all those liberal white teachers look at the union and go, Wait a minute. Yeah, let's fire all the white teachers. Wait, I'm white. Oh, no, that's me. You know, it, it, it's just that taste of irony when your agenda backfires in your face, and this is what's happening right now in Minneapolis teachers union, is this agenda is backfiring in all these liberal teachers faces because they went in there and they voted for their union and they allowed DEI to take over. And now that teachers union is coming out saying the white teachers are going to be put on the street first. This will be interesting to see how that moves forward. And what happens next to that. that is all the time that we have for you today, guys. We'll be back with you tomorrow with Dr. Perk Elliott in the morning with another episode of the Dark Light Show. Have a great day. Take care. See you tomorrow.